Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast session. Today I have Kaylin Dudley joining us. We're going to talk about all things chat GPT on our Grow Fast, Grow Smart podcast session today. So Kaylin, why don't you tell everybody that's listening and watching us today what um, your background is and why this chat GPT has intrigued us so much these days. Absolutely. Uh, Again, my name is Kalen Dudley. I am the Chief Digital Officer at CJ Advertising. Uh, Been doing digital advertising for going on 20 plus years now. Uh, Never felt older than when I just said that statement, but um, a lot of experience. We've seen a lot of things kind of come and go, and this is one of the biggest, I think, most exciting things that has hit the digital space in a long, long time. Um, Just because of how sophisticated this AI is and its ability to create content, to create uh, all types of information um, with the technology that's been built within it. And so one of the big questions we're getting and hearing a lot uh, right now is really around what is the impact that chat GPT is going to have on search engine marketing, which is a, one of the you know, pillars for all law firms. Uh, these days. And so I think there's a lot of things you got to look at. How is it going to impact you from an SEO standpoint when you're talking SEO? How can I use it? But how can I use it in a safe way? Um, What are things that we have to be very cautious about, right? Will this replace blogging? Can I just use this to completely do all my blogs? Um, There's a lot of questions people ask. uh, And at the end of the day, it's really important to kind of understand why Google is so effective as a search engine and what they're looking for and how chat GPT is going to impact That's a whole lot of information in there. You know, we've seen um, lawyers trying to start use chat GPT to create (laughs) contracts and just so many different things. What are some of the dangers with chat GPT being your content generator? And we're going to get into all the other things you said too, because I think it's super important, but right off the bat, I want to, talk with the, the mm-hmm. with you and share with our listeners, like what are some of the dangers? I know um, they haven't really focused in chat GPT and let's hope that they don't for a long time because it scares me to think that they will give it like some moral codes and let it have opinions and things like that because I feel like that could take the whole world into a really <laughs> scary place that I don't want to think about today. But with where it sits right now today, What are some of the things that could go wrong or scares you when people start talking about using chat GPT for their content creation? Absolutely. I think to answer that question, you really got to understand what Google is looking for and its results, right? Google has become such a dominant search engine because of its ability to identify quality, original content. And why that's such an important thing is that Google wants to really look for authoritative points of view on different subjects. And it has the most sophisticated algorithm there is to identify this is information that is coming from an authority based on who's linking to it, who's referred it, also how much traffic is going to it. There's all these factors, right? Why that's such an important thing to understand is that Google's constantly uh, adjusting its algorithm with things like the helpful content update to ensure that people are really writing high quality content. So 
when ChatGPT came out, right, people started to see that this was one of the first pieces of AI technology that really could write content in a way that seemed like it was written by humans. But the challenge is, is where is ChatGPT's algorithm gets all this information is from all the content that's already out there, right? And so when it's being written, it's lacking that unique authoritative point of view that only a person can bring to the table. Now, I'm not saying that it won't get there because it is absolutely constantly learning. And that's one of the things that I think people are asking right now, like, are we there yet? And I know that there's three ways that people are looking at the impact it's going to have on SEO, right, from a content writing perspective. There's people out there that believe that Google absolutely does not want this to, to be uh, replaced content writing. And that their algorithm has ways of specifically identifying either the way the grammar is on the grammar, the grammatical patterns on the content itself, watermarks that could be left behind the chat GPT uh, content when you copy it off of the platform, uh, as well as other indicators that tell Google that this is written by AI, thereby it will see or impact your site in a negative way. There's another group out there that says Google's embracing AI and that as long as the content meets its quality guidelines, they're okay with you taking this and writing it. But again, this starts to fall in a gray area because if you look at the content, it's coming from other third-party sites and it's just getting kind of remixed by this algorithm or AI technology. And so it's not really gonna meet Google's guidelines. And again, potentially penalizing you and your ranking. Um, and then there's another view where people are saying, this is great, you gotta use it, this is gonna replace everything. And really where I stand is, I think that Google will fight and fight and fight uh, the use of AI technology because they wanna ensure that you are an authority of what you're speaking about. The information you're providing is accurate. It has a unique point of view and it's something that is gonna provide quality to its users and so i really do think you have to be careful about replacing your content yeah, with ai generated crazy content to think that, you know we could somebody could just trust ai to create this piece of content on how to resolve your property damage or how to settle your own personal injury claim and that the ai could pick up some misinformation from a different state put it into the current state that you're um really given advice on for that particular state. And then you've sent a client off on this wrong direction on your website. So I, I do think that this is going to create law firms a little bit of a headache, making sure that someone with the law license is going through any content that has been written for them or generated through ChatGPT just to ensure you know, that it meets the legal ethical standards for their particular states. Because I, I can just see like so many issues popping up with some of that. If um, if someone doesn't ask the exact right question into that chat GPT um, to get back the wrong answers. And that's a little scary to me. Yeah, absolutely. And and you just hit on a great point. There's still a level, a level of user error that can be uh, occurring because someone doesn't know how to properly prompt or refine the results that they're getting from the chat GPT in order to get you know, content that is accurate. Um, one of the other things that you need to realize is that there are built-in biases 
within the algorithm itself, right? So the algorithm can't, uh, you know, uh, speak in a violent way, right? You can't go and say, write me the best way to make a bomb. It's not going to do that because, right? Because of the the biases in its language to protect the the general public. But when you're a lawyer, you start to think of that. There are still some biases that come into play with how it's going to write your content that you really, really need to read through and be careful of because the language is going to speak in a way that doesn't say um, specific like we're right my firm is that you know absolutely correct or things that are going to empower your firm in the content right but it's also not going to speak in a way of absolutes or it can't say certain violent or uh, details that might come up in good content for law firms so you really got to review it and so ensure that it's written in a way that you feel good you're about. talking like it may not be able to write in there about death and you know some of the really tragic um injuries that we see from most of the personal injury cases that our clients are working on it's not going to be able to pull out that really great content that may make your firm seem as the authority on some of those larger injury types is that what you're saying yes yes there's certain areas that it's going to um, soften up in the language because of the way that ai is written right and so that's something that can also cause the the content that is coming out, especially in the personal injury world, to not be written in a way that's going to be as accurate I know as it could when be. When you and I talked about this the other day, I was um, fired up because I had seen some of the <laughs> chat GPT stuff that's going around and the articles that I can create because it is really awesome stuff to watch happen right in front of your eyes. It can happen faster than most of us can get an article written for our firm. So it's very, very tempting for me. And I'm sure for other firms out there to think about, man, the amount of content I could now take my firm to is just amazing. Um, but, I, you know, after talking to you, you know, I really had to sit and think about, like, how could this impact a firm and could it have negative impacts? And I think you answered that a little bit earlier, but you do think that this could have some negative impact if Google's technology can recognize that this is AI technology. Like, what are some of the things that you think could happen to us? I know. We don't know all the answers, right? Because Google is very protective of what they let us know. But in your opinion, like, what do you think could happen if Google figures out that you're using ChatGPT to create your content? Well, I think it, you're, it's going to start to flag your content for going against its uh, quality content guidelines, right? And that's going to impact ranking. Um, and so that's one of the big things that I think we'll see. And the reason why a lot of specialists believe that there's watermarks is because they're collecting very personalized data as we enter these prompts. And ChatGPT as a safety net is, is watermarking, hey, this content was written by AI, right? Let's say I'm an author and I go in and I prompt it to write a, you know, uh, write me a novel. Uh, that is a horror story written in Stephen King's uh, language, or written like Stephen King, right? All of a sudden, I, I have this book I can go sell. And if there's not a way to detect that this was written by AI technology, pulling all this information together, you can see the, the legal ramifications that can start to occur. And so that's why people believe that they have to watermark 
or have some kind of signal to identify this as AI content. So that's one thing that I think uh, Google's looking to protect uh, and why they're, I believe they'll start punishing sites that are using AI content. Um, another thing is, is I believe Italy just passed law of using this technology within uh, the country, right? I don't believe there's some, some article I just read, right? Because all of the private data that's being passed through. Um, and so I think that this is something, while is exciting, you have to be very careful about how you're using it and leveraging yeah, it for it content that just, the public uh, will see. I know it's extremely smart and it's getting smarter every day, but just thinking about how it could pull one section from one firm or one author who didn't know what they were talking about to start with and now attach it with another piece from someone who did and how it could just be mixed signals for um, the end user when they're reading this online and how that could create some real issues for people, regardless of the subject. You know, we're talking about personal injury today, but it could be on anything from health related issues all mm -hmm. the way, you know, to finance, et cetera, which could really damage some individuals if they don't know enough to research more after they read some of that content. So it's very interesting how this is evolving. I think I just heard that maybe and maybe South Park did a whole episode yeah. that was written by Chat GPT. Did you hear that? Oh, really? Yes, it, oh and uh, I actually saw it. It, it is amazing. It yes. is. Uh, leave it to South Park to perfectly show the uh, yeah. pros and cons of anything, right? And so they actually had ChatGPT write an entire episode using its technology, and they animated it and made it oh, into one of the recent out. episodes. And it was great. Okay. Um, I mean, it hits on so many different funny. levels. All right, so let's talk about it's some hilarious. logistics stuff so. real quick before we have to hop off here today. But let's say you're a firm who has outsourced or hired um, someone to write blogs for your website for you. Um, obviously, you know, lawyers always double check those when they come in. But how can they protect themselves if they all of a sudden are getting blogs in to know whether the person they've hired is now decided to use ChatGPT to create these blogs and then could be penalized by... Um, Google, unbeknownst to them, that this was used. So how can they detect that themselves or is there a way to know? There's no perfect way to know, um, but there are tools out there that you can run the content through that will identify if it's um, been plagiarized from anywhere on the uh, World Wide Web. Um, they basically spider or crawl and look and try to pinpoint anything that matches closely to the content that you have. We use that a lot. Um, I believe there's other tools coming out that do detect the schema or markup within the content. Uh, like I said, ChatGPT has watermarks within the content that says this was generated. So there's ways of doing it uh, and there's tools of doing it. I know our content, content team uses a lot of them. So I'm happy to, to ask them what, what those tools are. And, Anybody and, ask uh, questions on that? You can always reach out to myself or Kaylin. We love talking about this stuff and be happy to share with you what we learn as we move through this because this is kind of uncharted territory for every um, industry out there, but especially for our PI industry. Like this is new and, and coming out. So we want to make sure we keep talking about it and keep the channels of communication open as to what works and what doesn't work. Before we hang up, uh, Kaylin, talk to me about SEO and how SEO um, could be impacted 
not just by Google dinging you, but are there other ways that SEO could be impacted through the chat GPT and how it's writing the blogs, such as not using the right um, phrases or just different things that might impact someone's rankings? So, I mean, if you prompt the uh, chat GPT platform to write it in a SEO friendly way, um, it's pretty sophisticated to point out things like schema markup. Um, there's a lot of benefits. I mean, we're talking about a lot of the negative impacts that you have, but but you can really leverage the tool is saying, hey, what are the top 20 questions someone will ask about auto accidents? And within a matter of seconds, you will have very thorough questions that you can then turn into blog articles. You would still want to write them, but it, it's able to take all this search data that's out there and create these questions or prompts based on that information. So it will provide a lot of efficiencies in that way. You can use it to create a content marketing strategy, right? If I want to uh, write you know, blog articles for personal injury firms, what are the main topics I should address? And it will give you some really good topics. Now, you still want to make sure that these aren't things that are commonly talked about um, and there's ways of doing that, but there's some benefits. Now on the negative side, what you got to again realize is if I'm using ChatGPT and you're using it, it's going to give us two different answers, but those answers could be very, very similar into what they're saying, right? So let's say I want to write better meta descriptions on my site and I ask ChatGPT to do that. I'm, I'm a personal injury firm in Georgia. You're the same and you do the same. It will create very unique meta descriptions for us, but the places that it's getting that information still creates a gray area that says, hey, is that close enough where Google's saying, hey, these aren't unique, right? So <clears throat> you got to be really careful with how you're, you're leveraging it, but there are and some benefits. I appreciate benefits. you taking the time today to just talk with us about ChatGPT, and you know, I hope you'll come <laughs> back as you learn more about this and how we can use it to benefit our firms. Um, as well as, you know, things that we want to make sure we help firms stay out of the way of, because we certainly don't want to see anyone get dinged by Google, because we all know how hard it is to get our reputation back with Google once that has been affected. So um, <laughs> anything you want to leave us with, Kaylin, today? So I think one of the big things everyone's worried about is that this will replace Google. And I think... People really need to understand the differences in the two technologies, right? Where this will replace Google or, or really rival Google is if you want specific information, like, hey, what's the best recipe for banana bread? Google's going to provide you with 30 sites that it has identified as having the best recipe. What ChatGPT will do is it will look at all 30 sites and try to create its own recipe, right? Two different ways, but... That's where I think this technology is going to take away from Google's market share is that people are going to start to say, I want this technology to do the thinking for me and write one response. But going back to the biases, with I go and I ask ChatGPT, what is the best law firm I can hire in uh, Austin, Texas, right? It's not going to tell me one firm. It's not going to say, hey, hire these guys. What it's going to do is it's going to outline the steps that you should take 
to identify which firm is the best firm because it cannot have a biased opinion, right? So when we think about how we use Google, right, um, especially on our mobile devices, a lot of times we are searching for small businesses, right? Or we're looking for local restaurants, law firms. That is not something that ChatGPT can provide answers to. So this is where Google is still going to dominate and where I think law firms need to understand is still important. And until something can rival that uh, set of results on saying, here's the top five firms in your area, um, you, you have to keep a pulse on both, yeah. but not say this is the end yes. of Google. I don't think we see the end of Google so. Insight, that's for sure. So, all right, Caitlin, well, I appreciate you joining us today. And for everybody out there, remember mm -hmm. Accelerator Law Firm Consultants, we're here to help you guys grow fast and grow smart. For the love of PI, I'm Nikki Love, and Caitlin was our special guest today. Thank you guys, and we'll talk to you next week.